Hello, and welcome to Increased Capacity, the arts and humanities audio program that explores ever-expanding levels of beauty, truth, and goodness. This is episode five, and it's June 26th, 2017. We're broadcasting out of WXPI Studios in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and the song you're listening to is called Wait For Me by Draft Squad. I'm Jesse Turry, and as always, with me, I'm joined by my co-host Dan Lewis. What's Hello. Up? What's up, Dan? How's it going? Good, man. It's good to be back. Yeah. What episode is this now? I've, I've really lost track. It's, it's episode five, five, and I gotta say, we we had to do something special, I think. Yeah. We talked about it, we dreamt about it, we planned about it, and we're joined by two very special guests. One of them happens to be a five-year-old. His name is Benjamin, and we're also joined by Gabe. What's up, guys? How's it going? Um, good. <laughs> good. We're, we're so happy that you guys are here tonight. Ben, but I, I think came. Benny had a little question mark at the end of uh, good. <laughs> yeah, there was a question mark there. It's episode five, and we were initially going to be joined by two five-year-olds because it was episode five, but at the last minute, we had a dropout, and Dan's daughter, Chloe, dropped out at the last second, but her big brother, Gabe, stepped in and saved the day. I know why she dropped out. Yeah, you know, yeah. it happens. She yeah. was a little scared. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, she's probably a little nervous. We'll get yeah. her on sometime. Yeah, it's all good. But Benny and Gabe are both here, and we're so excited to have these two special guests with us tonight. And yeah, I mean, before we get started, let's just tell everyone just a little bit about the show. You know, we'll, we'll introduce the show and just tell people what it is, because some, some people may be listening to the show and they don't understand what the show's about. Yeah. Why don't we introduce me and the other guests? Oh, yeah. Okay, Gabe and, Gabe and Benny. Gabe, tell us about yourself. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing too interesting. Play video games a lot. How old are you, Gabe? Eleven. Okay. Eleven? Man, that's double digits, man. That's like two five-year-olds and then some. Yeah, really? Yeah. That would be five plus six. Two and, five-year-olds and yeah. a one-year-old. And so you live in Williamsport with your mom. Do you live on your own? Did you move out of the house yet? Okay. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you live at home, and do you go to school anywhere? Yes. Oh, okay. Where do you go? Well, you'll suck. Oh. Middle school. Okay. That's awesome. Right on. How, does school, how, how do you like school? Good. So-so? Good sometimes? I have a friend that's going into college. Whoa. You have a college friend? You hang out with older kids. <laughs> okay. Right on. Let's talk, talk to Benny a little bit. Hey, Benny. I don't have really much anything to say. How old are you again? Five. And where do you live? Who do you live with? (laughs) You. Oh, who lives in your house, by the way? You, Sonia, and Mom. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, who's Sonia again? My sister. Oh, yeah, how old is she? Do you know? I would guess nine months. That's right, very good. Maybe we should have her on the show. She wanted to get on the show. She probably would like to come on, but she yeah, can't really... Yeah, she would be like, wah, 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 wah. Uh, yeah, she can't really talk much. Maybe she, in a year really or two. Yet. Yeah, she makes goo-goo-ga-ga noises at this point. That would be her beauty segment. Yeah, it would be. We said something. It'd be in a couple years. Yeah, we were hoping to have... I don't really have anything to say. Okay. Well, that's all right. Well, let's let's tell people a little, little bit about the show. The title of the show is Increased Capacity, and it comes from a philosophical muse of mine. Um, I, I say this every, every episode, but I'm going to keep saying it because I think it's important to tell people a little bit about the show here. Uh, 
the philosopher um, in question here is a 20th century mathematical physicist named Alfred North Whitehead. And he had a very aesthetic and even consciousness-centric definition of evolution. He describes evolution as an increase in the capacity to experience what is intrinsically valuable. So, with this in mind, uh, we break the show up into three segments. We have a beauty segment, a truth segment, and a goodness segment. Now, some may recognize these as the three primary values or transcendental ideals that have been recognized since antiquity in cultures throughout the world. So... Tonight, like always, we, we each bring something from each category to talk about. And uh, so the goal of the show, ultimately, you know, besides being hopefully entertaining, is to increase our capacities, right? We want to be able to appreciate greater and greater levels and blends of these three intrinsic values by exploring new ideas, you know, perhaps learning about new people, um, you know, artists, writers, singers, musicians, and hopefully clearing the way for new and zesty experiences, so that's what we're doing. Zesty. Yeah. Zesty is a funny word. <laughs> it's, a, it's an awesome word. You know what it means? It means like spicy or like exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember that commercial for zest soap. Zestfully clean. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into the format. This is the beauty section. Beauty. So we're ready for the beauty section, and I think we should let our two guests go first. Dan, what do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, Dan or Gabe? I don't think so. Dan or Gabe, who wants to go first? Gabe? All right, man, do it. What what did you bring today for the beauty section? Well, this is a scene I really appreciate watching every time I watch this Star Wars movie. Uh I forget exactly which one, but it's the scene where they destroy the Death Star. Oh, that's... That could be one of two movies. Okay. So that's like that's episode four, right? New Hope. Talking about the first one. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, the original. Yeah, that's a good movie. Excellent. I just like the effort that went into the big explosion. Yeah, it's beautiful, right? You loved it. Very exciting for you, yeah. Which is what I want out of every movie I watch. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Which is why I don't watch ninety-five percent of kids' movies. <laughs> you skip right to the good stuff, right, Gabe? Yeah. Except for sometimes I need the story. Gotcha. Yeah. So that did you, so did you like other parts of that movie? I like the whole Star Wars saga. Okay. Oh, okay. The whole saga. Excellent. I like the fact that you're keeping everyone waiting. Uh huh. Like they kept some people waiting thirty years to see how the story continued. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Because like, are you, are you talking about the time from uh, Return of the Jedi to? The, the yeah, ones that are that's the out. time yeah. that came out and the yeah. time that... What's kind of funny yeah. is that's the time that uh-huh. difference between when they come came out and the time difference yep. from when they actually take place. Yes, yeah. So so do you guys watch the uh, movies together? Yeah, we've watched them all um, in cool. bits and pieces. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to sit down and watch a whole movie anymore, but, mm-hmm. but we went and we saw Force Awakens in movie theater. I think oh. we went twice to see that one. Awesome. Uh, we saw Rogue One in the theaters. It nice. would be great if they would, you know, re-release them again. And in fact, yeah. you know, Disney's kind of, uh, it's rumored that they're actually going to come out with, like, the original, you know, right. versions, you know, before Lucas did the special editions. Oh, interesting. And that would be great to see, because uh, honestly, I don't, I don't remember what the originals were like anymore. I know. Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for Benny to see the Star Wars movies because you haven't seen 
let's see. What did we? we you've seen. You've seen some Lego movies, right, Benny? Lego Star Wars? Yep. All the Lego Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah. I have pretty much every Lego like game. The, like the Yoda yeah. Chronicle ones or whatever they were? I've have, seen... Have you seen those? Yeah. They were pretty cool. And it kind of like, it tells like, it, it's almost like a midrash um, oh, for yeah. Star Wars because it fills in like the stuff that you don't see in the... In between origi- movies. Yeah, in between. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Just like the Clone Wars, yeah, which kinda, takes place in between three and four. Between three and four, correct. Yep. And then you got the Rebels, which is happening uh, actually before Rogue One, you know, before mm-hmm. Episode Four and all that. Well, so. the Yoda, Yoda Chronicles is interesting because it, it's not; it doesn't fill in between movies; it fills in gaps during mm-hmm. the movies, like right? plot huh. gaps. So, like, uh, is it canon? <laughs> I think so. So, it, so like when when, when the droids, like, so in 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 A New Hope, when R two D two and C three PO are, you know. It opens the movie, right? And, are, and, they, and they get shot into space. You know, Leia gives them the plans to the Death Star. Well, I think there's like a scene where it shows you what happens immediately after that. Hmm. Like in the Yoda Chronicles. It's pretty funny. But, but they do it humorously. Oh, like, yeah. Lego, Lego, always, Lego always does that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think when many, maybe another year or two, we'll start yeah. watching Star Wars, dude. That's a good pick. No way, Jose. <laughs> no way, Jose. Not interested. Benny doesn't like Star Wars Legos, do you? I don't, no, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, what do you hate so much about Star Wars Legos, man? Can I just point something out real quick? Uh, they don't have cool things. No. Okay. You don't like the characters, right? Like the people. Anything in Star Wars Legos. Okay. What, what, what are you going to point out, Gabe? Dang it. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That okay. might happen once or twice. Well, I have bad th- memory. That, yeah, I know. Me too. I have super bad memory. So that was a good pick, Gabe. Really appreciate it, man. Um, Benny, you ready to go? What is your beauty pick? Do you remember what it is? Um, a Minecraft castle, mm-hmm. and it is in the sunset. Yeah. And there was lots of toys, and it only sh- so shows the side. Oh, okay. Okay. I know the the castle that you're talking about. Do you remember where you saw the castle? Um, where at were the we? Mall. Yep, at the mall, right? You were looking at a Minecraft book, right? Yeah. 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 So, what did we'll have to post a picture of it? Okay. So Benny's beauty pic, just so in case anybody missed that, it is a photograph of a Minecraft castle that I don't think it's built. Okay, but but it was it was one that someone built, right? No, you don't think. Well, it was. A, well, how did you see the photo? I think someone built it, right? Uh, someone had to have built it if someone got like a screenshot. Or maybe of it. they only started the side. Mm-hmm. And wanted to show what they're starting on. Yeah. Maybe someone else built it and then yeah, put probably. it on Google and then someone else took a picture. Yeah, that's probably it. Someone probably just found a picture off the internet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to find the photo, and we'll post it uh, in the show notes so people can see it. Oh, yeah. Can you post a picture of the we Death will. Star exploding? Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. We can probably find a YouTube video or something. Good. Well, Benny, I like your pick. Um, Minecraft's fun, isn't it? We've played yeah. Minecraft before on yeah. your tablet. We've yeah. had the Pocket Edition. Yeah. We haven't oh. played the PC Edition, though, or like the, the Computer Edition. Okay, let's keep moving. Dan, do you want to go next with your beauty pick? Sure, yeah. Um, so my beauty pick... Uh, is about this guy named uh, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, mm-hmm. Jono Lancaster. Oh, and I, right. I found this um, from a website called ntd.tv. And I'll just read a little little bit from the story that I saw here. Um, just kind of paraphrase it. 
Uh, Jonah Lancaster was abandoned by his parents 36 af- hours after his birth for being too ugly. Then a woman named Jean Lancaster adopted and raised him. Jono, now 33, has Treacher's Collins Syndrome, a genetic disorder that affects the facial bones development while in the mother's womb. There are no cheekbones, so the eyes droop down. Apart from hearing and seeing, Treacher Collins Syndrome sufferers exhibit normal intelligence and develop normally. Uh, he had a rough childhood, though, you know, being picked on. Kids would come up to him and make faces at him, you know, trying to make faces that resembled what he looked like. Aww. Um And as a teenager, he became very rebellious. Uh, not to be bad, but, you know, as a way to try to deal with the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would do things that attract attention that would deter people from the real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, later he turned to drinking and, and he became very lonely. Um, but the turning point in his life came when the manager of a bar offered him a job. Uh, and he was very anxious before starting the job. You know, he wasn't sure how people would react to him. and But people were genuinely interested in him and his, his appearance. And so they, they spoke to him and were, you know, they're just real with him. You know, wow. they weren't picking on him, anything like that. Uh, so he had, what was the syndrome? The uh, name of it? Treacher's Collins syndrome. I had never heard of and it before. Did it make him look deformed or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Disfigured. And if you, you know, I mean, we'll have pictures online, but I yeah. mean, honestly, he grew up, I, I think he grew up to be a very handsome man. Okay. Later, he earned a degree in sports science and became a fitness instructor. He found a love of his life while working at a gym. And they just bought a house together, and Jonah now works as a team leader for adults with autism. Um, but as far as his family goes, you know, his parents abandoned him, you know, after, right after he was born, pretty much. But, you know, through Facebook, through social media, he's mm-hmm. found, he's uh, reconnected with aunts and uncles, cousins. Oh. Um, but he still has no contact with his birth parents or siblings. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, it's kind of sad there. I mean, that's that's their choice, and yeah. he's accepted that. But it's it's great that he's reconnected with a lot of his you know biological family, um, but you know the the woman who adopted him, Jean. I mean, she she's his mother. But yeah, I just I I, wow. I love stories like this. Yeah, it's a just beautiful very story. Very inspirational of people who overcome these things, become you know become the bigger person. They don't they don't let these things haunt them their entire life. Yeah, you know they don't they don't use it as an excuse mm-hmm. for not trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he really turned it around and. You know, he's an inspiration to people, and he's he's really trying to uh, help you. I'm, I'm trying to remember. He has a foundation called um, Love Me, Love My Face, I believe it's called. Um, correct me on that if I'm wrong. But So what is his name again? Jono Lancaster. His name, uh, it's J-O-N-O, and then Lancaster, like Lancaster, P-A. Lancaster, okay. And he's, he's from the U.K. Okay. Yeah. There he is. Jono. Wait, he looks fine. Yeah. That's what I thought. So, yeah, that's a good pick, Dan. Um, yeah, because uh, I, I would say that someone born with, you know, that sort of, like, disability or someone born with, like... A, deformity, a, a yeah. deformity like that, uh, it, you know, it's... It, it can be very traumatic and hard, right? Because mm-hmm. people would, would typically look at him and, and be, uh, you know, maybe scared by him or they would they would feel... A certain make they, he would make them feel a certain way, um, and you know the fact that he is able to persevere is exceptional, right? So yeah. I, I would I would consider his story to be exceptional, um, and exceptional. That word, if you guys don't know what that word means, that means someone who is very special, right? Someone who is able to like 
do something that other people in his circumstances might not be able to do. Uh, so I, I, I really, I, I, I agree. I find that his story to be inspirational. Yeah. I'm going to do my beauty pick now. And my beauty pick is a song. So, and it's a song. Are you guys excited? I thought there would be cheering and clapping. Not sure yet. (laughs) I thought there would be cheering and clapping. I was waiting for the clapping. No. It's a song by a band called Blitz and Trapper. Okay. Okay. So this band, yeah, do you know them? them. I've heard of them. Yeah, they've been around for a while. And the song's older. It came out in 2008. But it's a song that I I love. I, I, I appreciate it a great deal. Um, and that's what this, this section is about, the beauty section. It's about subjective taste. It's about things that we like. So that's what we're talking about here. Gabe talked about something he liked. Dan talked about a story that, that inspired him, that, that he found to be meaningful. Benny talked about a photograph that he saw, that he saw in a book that he, that he liked, and it made him feel a certain way. It made him feel inspired. Yeah. So Can I just say a quick thing? Sure, Gabe. What's up? What's the name of the song? Okay, I'm getting to that. The, the name of the song is called Fur. Have you ever heard it? No, probably because I've never okay. heard of the band. And we're going to play a little bit of it uh, right here. Yeah, when I was only 17 I could hear the angels whispering So I drove into the woods and wandered aimlessly about Until I heard my mother shouting through the fog It turned out to be the howling of a dog Or a wolf to be exact The sound sent shivers down my back But I was drawn into the pack And before long They allowed me to join in and sing their song So from the cliffs and higher still Yeah, we would gladly get our fill Howling endlessly and shrilly at the dawn And I lost the taste for judging right from wrong For my flesh had turned to fur Yeah, and my thoughts they surely were Turned to instinct and obedience to God Like a river on fire But you better be sure If you're making God a liar I'm a rattlesnake, babe I'm like fuel on fire So if you're gonna get made Don't be afraid of what you've learned On the day that I turned 23 I was curled up underneath the dogwood tree When suddenly a girl, the skin the color of a pearl She wandered aimlessly, but she didn't seem to see She was listening for the angels just like me So I stood and looked about I brushed the leaves off of my snout And then I heard my mother shouting should have seen that girl go shaky at the knees So I took her by the arm We settled down upon a farm And raised our children up as gently as you please I 
Now my fur has turned to skin And I've been quickly ushered in To a world that I confess I do not know But I still dream of running careless through the snow Through the howling winds that blow Across the ancient distant flow That fill our bodies up like water till we know Like a river on fire But you better be sure If you're making God a liar I'm a rattlesnake, babe I'm like fuel on a fire So if you're gonna get made Don't be afraid of what you've learned So that song is called Fur and you know, just a little bit about the band Blitz and Trapper. They're they're they've been around for a while. They're out they're they're out of, based out of Portland, Oregon. They're um what uh what you might call um sorry about that. They're what you might call a country folk rock band. So that 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 song was a little little folky, and, and I guess folk music is characterized by like acoustic guitar. You know, a lot of times sometimes there's uh, like a banjo. You know, so different instruments. Think of it as music you want to listen to while lying in the shade of a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to characterize it. Um, so yeah, they, they, they've been around for a while, and that song—it's it's older, but I, but I love it. I, I learned how to play it. I taught myself how to play it on guitar. I performed it once or twice. Um, but I, but I love I love the lyrics. You know, lyrically, I think it's a great song. Uh, it's you know, it's a very simple, simple mm-hmm. song. Um, but the song—did you guys listen to the lyrics of it? It's a little difficult to hear. Okay, well, it's a song. The guy, the guy singing, he says, when I was 17, he could hear the angels whispering. So he walked into the woods, and he heard the howling of a dog, is what he says. And <clears throat> actually, it wasn't a dog, he says, but it was a wolf, okay? And it sent shivers down his back. But I was drawn into the pack, and before long, they allowed me to join in and sing their song. So he turns into a wolf. Or he, maybe he doesn't turn into a wolf. He's not clear in the lyrics, but he starts running with the wolves, with a pack of wolves. He metaphorically becomes. Yeah, maybe it's a metaphor. It could be. Yeah, very good. Because um, I've seen something like this uh-huh. in a movie where they actually do become most yeah, of the shark. Right. But uh-huh. have anyone, have you guys heard of the movie Shark Boy and Lava Girl? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, that we watched that, yeah. Yeah, in the beginning, it tells the story of Shark Boy. Okay. Shark Boy mm-hmm. was not always a shark, half shark. No. No, he fed sharks with a, his father, which was a marine biologist. Mm. To keep it short, there was a bad storm. Uh huh. They both drifted separate ways on life rafts. Mm-hmm. The sharks found him. Mm-hmm. Took him underwater. Okay. <laughs> And introduced them to the family. Oh wow! Okay, that sounds like a cool movie, Benny. We should check it out. Oh yeah, that's Shark only Boy, like Girl. five nice. five minutes of it. Cool. Well, let me get back to the song. The the, uh, the one line that I really like about the song. So, I when when I first heard the song, I always just assumed that he, t- he actually turned into a wolf. Me too. That's the way I was was thinking about it. And um. 
And, and the one the one lyrics that I really liked, he, he, he uh, l- let me read them here. He says, he, uh, oh yeah. So from the cliffs to highest hill, um, uh, yeah, we would gladly get our fill, howling endlessly and shrilly at the dawn. And I lost my taste for judging right from wrong, for my flesh had turned to fur. So I think he turns into a dog. Yeah, and my thoughts, they surely were, turned to instinct and obedience to God. So it made me think about, like, non-human animals, okay? So you know how, like, humans, like, we, we, like, to, we like to judge right and wrong, right? We have a sense of what's right and what's wrong. Do you think animals think about that stuff? What do you think, Penny? I've um, seen... No. No? I think, think they know what's right and wrong? What do you think? Do animals wear clothes? No. <laughs> they don't wear clothes, do they? What, what about you, Gabe? Do you think animals know what's right and what's wrong? Um, no, I've seen documentaries. And, uh-huh. and actually, just a warning for kids. Oh, okay. Warning. Spoilers? Or is this a warning? Just a warning. Okay. I've seen animals fighting their own kind. Whoa! Humans do that sometimes. No, seriously, like to the death. Yeah, sometimes animals do that, yeah. yeah. Of the same species. Yeah. I've seen some do it before they're even physically born. Okay, yeah. That's crazy, man. Well, that's my beauty pick, you guys. And I hope you like the song. I think we can keep moving. I and like to do the truth first. We're going to truth right now. Here it comes. Truth. And this is the truth section. Benny, do you want to go first? Yeah. Dude, what's your truth? Um. You have a story, don't you? A true story. Do you... Mm-hmm. Okay, tell, tell people what it is. So, once upon a time, um, a yellow jacket was over by Sonia, and it was just about to stingle, and then I saw it, and then I was like, and then I kicked it. <laughs> you kicked it? I did! Oh, man. And then it was chasing me around Sonia. And then Mom was mm-hmm. walking in the mall. Mm-hmm. And then I won it. Y- yeah. That's exactly what happened, right? Yeah. Basically, let me recount it for people. Basically, you protected your sister from a yellow jacket. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's the true story. That's Benny's truth. And he told, he's been working on this story. And there was a yellow jacket, and he was very brave. He stepped up, and he saw the yellow jacket, and he distracted the yellow jacket. I, I wasn't there, but I heard, first, I heard firsthand accounts of this story, you guys. Okay? And, and the way I heard it, I heard it from Benny. I heard it from multiple um, witnesses. Okay? And the way I heard it go down was that there was a yellow jacket flying around. Benny saw it. And he knew that that yellow jacket had a, was, was zoning in, targeting in on his baby sister, Sonia. And he jumped in the way of that, of that yellow jacket. He kicked it. He kicked it, you guys. Wow. Yeah. And Jeez. then the yellow jacket started chasing Benny instead of Sonia. And then that gave mom and Sonia time to get in the mall real quick. And then Benny followed them quickly into the closing doors. And as the doors were closing, Benny slid in like Indiana Jones. And boom, the doors closed, and Did the yellow jacket bounced right off the glass. So the d- I say squished. Oh, it, the, the doors squished the yellow jacket. 
Was he able to grab the hat before the doors closed on his he, hand? Then he dropped or, the Lego guy. He reached out, grabbed the Lego yeah. guy, and pulled it back in before the doors closed. No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, wait. Was he being chased by a rock in a tunnel? <laughs> right. no, ben, Benny's not getting our Indiana yeah. Jones references. <laughs> I guess not. That's a good truth story, Benny. I, I appreciate you bringing yeah. that. that uh, That's great. That I, I, I don't think I would be brave enough to kick a yellow jacket. Yeah. Heard they're venomous, and they can they sting hurt. more than once. Interesting. I didn't know that. You know, you know a lot of fun facts, Gabe. We gotta have you on the show more often. <laughs> would your, be a pleasure. It would be a pleasure. It's our pleasure. Pleasure's ours. What's your truth pick, man? You think Mario is a good guy? Well, you're wrong. Whoa. Let's dig into that brain of this Italian hero. Oh, wow! This is a good pick, I think. By Italian hero, you mean like a sub sandwich, submarine sandwich, or? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Mario from some Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Cool. Which Mario? So you're talking about a Mario game? I'm just talking about Mario. Oh, okay. Let's hear. Me and Benny both like Mario. Well, prepare for that to be ruined. Ruined. Oh, no. In the original instruction manual for the first Mario, it says Princess Peach has captured the usual, and each toad has been turned into a block. You know what Mario does the whole dang time? Breaks him at free will. What does he do? He's breaking the blocks, which used to be the the citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom. And the only way to do that is save Peach. But on the whole way, I'm pretty sure he destroys like 95% of them. Oh, wow. Plus, the Tanuki suit's gotten a bad rap. Oh, yeah? Who can guess why? I don't know. It looks like a raccoon. It looks like he Mm -hmm. took a raccoon and literally put it on. I don't know what those are. What are they called again? Tanuki suit. I don't know if you remember Super Mario Brothers 3. He's oh, yeah, when one. he got the record. It was like not just the tail, but the whole suit. Uh, and there was, I think if you pushed up or down, like he would turn into a stone statue so enemies could pass by without knowing. Something like that. That was the, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, I do remember that, yeah. Any other things about Mario? Oh, yes. Good Mario <laughs> pick. Oh, yeah, what else you got? There's a couple hmm. other things. Let's just say, has anyone seen how Mario treats Luigi? He has a certain mental disorder, I forget what it's called. Wait a minute, <laughs> Luigi does? No, Mario. Oh, Mario does. Oh, oh interesting, I need to know more about this. Hmm. I think it's antisocial personality disorder. Oh, okay. Huh. But if I'm wrong, you can correct me. We'll have to be spelled, we'll check on that, yeah. It's a Game Theory video, just... Okay. You have to send us the links and we'll, we'll post them. Well, all you gotta do is look up Game 3 Mario is Mental. What about Yoshi? How does he treat Yoshi? For someone oh. that saved him from Bowser Jr. all these years? Yeah, it came right up. Mario. Why is Mario Mental Part 1? Okay, we'll link to this. Oh yeah, there's two parts. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So, Mar- so Mario has a has a psychological disorder? Is that what he's yes. trying to say? Okay. Well, more like mentally insane. Oh my. Poor dude. Eh, more like poor rest of everyone. <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. How do you think he get? Has anyone seen how he gets Yoshi to stick out his tongue? No. <laughs> if you move frame by frame in Super Mario World, you can actually see him go around for a swing and hit him on the head. Whoa! That's not very nice. Oh, yeah, nice. plus, you know, the pits. No. Like when you, like, like the places where you can fall down. Okay. Super Mario oh, Brothers. Okay. Yeah. yeah, in the pits. Sure. Yeah. What do you what what does Yoshi get again? Dropped in the pits just for an extra bit of a jump. Oh. Uh, I haven't played Mario in a while. We've been playing Mario uh, Run. 
Good pick, Gabe. I I love Mario. I'm a big Mario fan. Dan, I know you are. Yep. Oh yeah. Benny's cool. a Mario fan. I, I actually like Luigi better. Yeah. Gabe, I gotta say, this is a good truth pick. This might be one of the best ones we've had, I think, on the show. Could be. Dan, you're up. Drew Murray, I don't know how to follow that. Oh, you're not done yet? I apologize for ruining Mario. Well, you, I, I think we might get some nasty emails. We might, this, we but might. Oh, okay. yeah, I think people are pretty truth, forgiving. This so. is what the truth section is all about, man. It's about putting that truth out there that people need to be exposed oh, to. Yeah. yeah. Cool, Dan, you're up. Go. Alrighty. Uh, I found this little article on a website called Jezebel.com. And it's entitled, The Science Behind Your Secondhand Embarrassment. And the nice. article goes, uh, Scientists have figured out why watching Michael Scott's most awkward moments on The Office can make you squirm. <laughs> Previously, little research had been conducted on vicarious embarrassment, but a new study found that watching other people make fools of themselves triggers the part of the brain where we process pain. In the study by British and German researchers, Subjects were presented with descriptions of a series of uncomfortable everyday situations, including someone slipping in mud, leaving their fly open, and burping in a fancy restaurant. Whether the character was aware they had embarrassed themselves or totally oblivious, the situation caused the regions of the brain related to pain. The reaction in the brain was more intense for the subjects who described themselves as very empathetic. We were fascinated about how frequently people report their vicarious embarrassment experiences in everyday life and how little empirical research on the topic exists. So, yeah, um, I don't experience that, <laughs> but I, I know a lot of people who cannot watch shows like The Office because it's just it's too awkward for them. It's, it's like this explains it. You know, it's painful for them to watch. That's interesting. Yeah. I find it hilarious. Yeah, people actually say it's painful to watch yeah. Yeah. that show. Hey, I've heard can that I point too. something out? Sure. Based on what he just said, yeah. if someone on TV feels physical mm-hmm. pain, some people watching said show uh-huh. or seeing in real life will actually feel said pain. Sure. Hmm. Sometimes I do experience that, yeah. Like, I, I'll react to somebody, like, getting hit really hard. Like, ooh. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. So, yeah, me too. Flinch. Yeah, yep, yeah. I definitely make faces of that, but with with the awkward stuff, yeah, I just sit there and empathy. laugh. It's hilarious to me, yeah, and me it's too. it's funny because if I see that happening to someone in real life, that's when I squirm. Oh yeah, but because it's, it's because different. it's acted out. You know, it's like to me, it's funny because it's not real, right? But you know, people just some people just can't handle that, I guess. But uh, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah well, that was to, interesting. I'd like to read that or that article. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I I I, I like that type of humor yeah <laughs> i think it's funny um i'm the same way but yeah I, I agree in real life it's different it's um if i see someone feeling awkward or feeling embarrassed i'll often um yeah i'll resonate that we we have that that, that sort of empathetic feeling yeah. we f- we actually do feel that we literally do feel the feelings of other people um it, it's, a, it's a real thing so that's a good pick dan um okay we're gonna keep moving and uh i'll I'm, I'm ready to do my truth pick and my truth pick you guys it should be fun i i, I hope they're fun I'm going to read some parables, okay? Do you guys know what parables are? Um, no. There's a famous person who tells parables quite a bit. And does anybody, who are they? Does anybody know who, who, that, who I'm talking about? Okay, well, let me tell you what a parable is. A parable is a story that, that teaches, teaches a lesson. So it's basically like a, uh, what's the word? A fable. 
like a fable, sort sort of. Yep, very similar to a fable. Um, a parable often uh, is something that that uses things that are relatable to to convey a truth. Okay, <laughs> so things that you might be familiar with to 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 convey meaning. Okay, and so the this parable, I might read one or two. We'll see how it goes well on time yeah. here. But I'm going to read one here called the Disabled Fox, and it's written by a an Irish philosopher named Peter Rollins. Okay, Wait. and here here it is. Are you guys ready? It's called The Disabled Fox. You guys ready? Okay, here we go. A man was walking through a deep forest when he happened upon an injured fox that could not walk. As he wondered how the fox was still alive, he saw a tiger approach the lame animal with fresh game in its mouth. You guys know what game is? Fresh game? That means he's got a dead animal in its mouth. The tiger does, okay? That's exactly what I was going to say. The tiger ate its fill and then left the rest of the meat for the fox. So the fox is hurt and the tiger left him something. Left her something. The next day, the man returned to the same spot to see if this miracle would be repeated. Sure enough, the tiger eventually appeared and once more fed the injured fox. The man was so impressed by what he witnessed that he gave thanks to God and said to himself, I shall learn from this fox by trusting that the Lord will provide me with all that I need. So he found, oh, and so he found a quiet spot in the forest and waited for many days, but his needs were not met. When he was almost at death's door, he shouted to God in anger, saying, I have shown my undying faith, yet you are absent. But then, in an instant, silence befell the forest and a voice from heaven could be heard. O you who are in the path of error, open your eyes to the truth. I do not want you to imitate the disabled fox but rather to follow the example of the tiger. What do you guys think about that parable? First, I want to say I like your impression of Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. That was great. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I think this show might morph into just dramatic readings. Could be. By me <laughs> and Dan. <laughs> I yeah. think he took that wrong thing out of what he was seeing. Ah, yeah, I think you're right. Because he's not physically right. disabled, so well. he should be the bi- one to help them. Yeah. Good, good job, yeah. Gabe. Good observation. I think you're right. Hmm. Um, Can I tell you another one of a human and a bug? This one is a human and a bug. It's a fable I heard a long oh. time ago. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. A fly is bugging a guy just winding on his head. Keeps hitting himself on the head, trying to oh, get it. I so it picks up a rock. A bug slid in in my tail. Oh and yeah, Dad that's right. Picked it up and showed me. I did, yeah. It was it was a it was like a little ladybug type, like a beetle kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was orange and Ooh. black. Mm-hmm. When I finish yep. telling the story, yep. I can tell yep. an interesting. Just pick up where you hit yourself in the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they hit themselves in the head, they missed over and over again. So they pick up a rock and then use that. Killing themselves in the process. Oh, wow. Not sure what the lesson is, but... <laughs> Wait, I think it's don't make him... Don't make a dragon out of a fly. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna say that. Makes cool. sense. Okay. I just basically took the... Uh, what's the expression? Don't make a mound out of a molehill. Cool. Yep. Don't make a mountain. Something like that. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. 
Okay, well, I'm going to read another parable, and then, and then I'm done with my truth pick. So this one is called Better to Sleep. There was a child who was deeply pious and devout. One day, he kept vigil through the night with his father. The sacred scriptures nestled on his lap. Many gathered in their home that evening. However, as the night drew on everyone else in the room grew tired and had fallen asleep except for the child and his father. The child turned to his father and said, These people who sleep instead of pray, it is as if they were dead. But his father simply replied, Beloved son, I would prefer that you slept like them rather than slandering them. Good one, right? Not sure if I agree with the kid or the guy. <laughs> you agree with the kid? They, sh- they shouldn't have fallen asleep? Eh, I actually agree with the f- father. Cause... What was the kid doing? The kid was talking, the kid was talking about the people, though. He's, he, the kid was trying to say that they should be like him, right? Not everyone is the same. Yeah. Just like making a... The kid thought that, that, they, that all those people who were sleeping should be up praying like him. He was, he was kind of being a little, um, a little rigid, right? A little, it's not yeah. A little turning people in, turning people into robots. A little, well, a with, little bit. With all one programming. Yeah, he, he, I think he, I think he sort of wanted all those people to be, to do the things that he wanted to do and to value the things that he valued, right? Not everyone, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has different beliefs and different ways of expressing themselves. So the father says to him at the end, "I, I, I would prefer you to sleep like them rather than slandering them. Slandering means to." talk bad about someone right so that's what he was doing he the, the, the kid was saying these people are not are not worthy right they're, they're they're not pious pious means someone who is very um very uh, uh devout and very um what like, does devout well mean? dedicated very dedicated so he was very dedicated to god he that's what the story says that he was um deeply pious and devout and that he would he would stay up all night and pray and read the bible right read scriptures um, and then these other people were sleeping, and he said, "These people aren't aren't praying like me, and they're not they're not reading the Bible like me, reading scriptures, right?" Um, so the story is saying that the father, right, and maybe we can think of the father in this story as as God, maybe, right? Um, God is saying, "I would prefer you not to talk bad about other people." How about that? I'm going. I like what you say, but mm-hmm. something else not related. Yeah, sure. <sighs> Dang it. You it happened it. again. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to keep moving, I think, because that's my truth pick. And we're going to just jump right into the, uh, to the uh, goodness. goodness pick. Goodness. And we're back for the goodness pick. Betty wants to go first. Go ahead, dude. So, once upon a time, I followed on my blue shell, and then I followed on my stuffed animal, Fluffy Puppy. Yes! Fluffy puppy, fluffy puppy saved you. That's Benny's goodness pick. Let me let me break it down for people. So, you were rocking in your blue chair, right, Benny? Is that that's that what you said? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is this is something that's good that happened to you. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. Okay. So, we oftentimes Benny eats um, cereal and watches TV uh, at our coffee table in the living room. And he has, a, he has a little blue chair that he sits on. Sometimes. Sometimes. And, and one time he was sitting in his chair, and he was rocking on the back two legs. Have, you, have either of you ever done that? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And what happens when you, when you walk, rock on the, on the back two legs sometimes? Like 80% chance you're going to fall. Ah, very good. And that's what happened to Benny this time. He was rocking on his back two legs, and bloop, 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 bloop fell right over. But 
Something marvelous happened. Something miraculous happened. I fall on Fluffy Puppy. He fell right on Fluffy Puppy. He did not get hurt. He was saved by his stuffed animal, Fluffy Puppy. Wow. Fluffy Puppy is Benny's protector. He would kick a yellow jacket for him. He would. It was amazing. It was a miraculous story, and this is Benny's... Uh, this is Benny's goodness pick, so I, I think it's a good one, and I'm really happy you shared it, man. Gabe, do you have something to share for the goodness section? Yes, what yes, I do. Bring? My goodness is Odyssey of the Mind. Ooh, awesome! Tell us about that. Where to begin? It's really a hard choice. Odyssey of the Mind is a creative competition in which teams of hopefully at least five, up to seven, can participate. Three divisions. Mm-hmm. There's a fourth that I really don't count as a division. Okay. The best thing that happened started in fifth grade. Okay. There's three tournaments in which a bunch of teams mm-hmm. participate and make a skit, their own props. Okay. And the adults aren't allowed to help at all. Oh, okay. Except for help tell the teach them how to do something. Yeah, so little, they can little guidance here and there. You show them how to do things, but then sure. they, they have to do it themselves after being or shown. At least, or assist with. Yes. Like Dan here showed me how to sand, sand some wood. Yeah. So, so it sounds like it's a, it's a lot of uh, like creative problem-solving type of stuff. That's pretty much yeah. the point. Okay, great. Uh, and, and you've competed in Odyssey of the Mind. Is that right, Gabe? Since second grade, but I really started enjoying it since third. Okay, excellent. Um, and, there, and wait, you made it pretty far one time. So it's a competition, and and you compete. It's like schools, right? Yeah, there's How three rankings of competition: okay. mm-hmm. regionals, which everyone goes to; okay, states, which are in first, second, and or if you got the Refugia Nasca award. Oh that's wow! Not, okay, sounds good. Well, I, that's awesome. Any more then, to say about that? And then there's states. Okay, which is pretty much mm-hmm. a Instead of everyone from around where you live, like yeah. North Central Pennsylvania, it's everyone in Pennsylvania, okay, meaning in Pittsburgh, for the past like two years. Okay. Well, past year, two years I went. Gotcha. And then the one year, if you get second or first in state, any of you can any of you guess what you move on to after state? Uh, I don't know. Um, galaxies. No. Worlds. Yeah. Worlds. The biggest showdown. Wow. Excellent. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Plus, we were picked with a buddy team mm-hmm. all the way from all the way out in South Korea. Mm, okay. Plus, we took a little time to learn basic greetings in Korean, but they already learned English. Mm. So, it's kind of funny when we started talking to... Started in Korean, and then they started talking in English. Like, mm-hmm. That's great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There were 70 teams, I believe. Wow, that's a lot. Well, it is the whole world. Yeah, I, I suppose, yeah. 70 just in your division, I believe. Yeah. For, for problem five, and there's five different problems. It's actually so. division one. And uh, you were did problem number five, and there's five problems in all, but you yeah, you guys did five. So, yeah, what, what happened at Worlds then, like... Uh, well, let's just say the food there was amazing. Oh, yeah, the food. Nice. That's important. Of course. If you're traveling, the food best be good. Where was this again? The, the Iowa. World's competition? And this was a couple years ago, right? Yeah, last yep, year. Iowa State University last year. Uh, last year. Yep. Those have been so exciting for you. Nope. Yeah. 
Excellent. So out of those 70 teams, what, what, where did you guys place? Can anyone guess? Ooh. Second place. First place. Did you win? That's a, lot, that's a big overshoot. Okay. I was, was way off there. Okay. I don't know. Does he remember? Does I that do. guy remember? I think you came in 11th. But Whoa, that's that's out of seventy that's teams. That's pretty good. That's Holy out of cow. seventy teams yeah. of world finals. That's not good. not to you know mention the teams that they beat uh, yeah. at their states, sure, and the teams that they were beat mm-hmm. you know, at their regional yep. competitions. But it's pretty huge achievement, I think. We got um, first, yeah. you know, we got first in regional, second mm-hmm. in states, and eleventh mm-hmm. out wow. of seventy. That's fantastic. Yeah, so we have a world finalist sitting among us. Yeah, Gabe, that's awesome, man. I, I think I think Benny would be into Odyssey of the Mind. And I think I would. I wish I would have gotten into it when I was little. Same like here, you guys. Yeah, I, I don't think they had it when I was. All you gotta in do school. is go back to college. They allow college to do it. Oh, maybe I should. Let's go back to college and form a team. There's a division four for college students. Okay, very good. Okay, well, let's keep moving. We're running out of time. Um, I'll do mine real quick. Okay, Dan, um, and mine is pretty cool. I think you guys would both be into it because it is about Legos. And I'm going to link to this. This is a, a, an article out of from the Independent. It's a UK paper. And here's the headline. Lego reaches 100% renewable energy target three years ahead of schedule. Whoa. This is good news, you guys. Are they using Legos for renewable energy? Check it out. Listen. Children's toy company builds wind turbine made entirely of Lego bricks to celebrate. Okay, so here, let me read a little bit of the article. The Lego group now says it's running entirely on renewable energy after reaching its 100% target three years ahead of schedule. The company achieved its ambitious goal due to the completion of a 258-megawatt offshore wind farm in the Irish Sea, building a giant wind turbine made entirely of Lego to celebrate. And I'll post a photo of the Lego uh, wind turbine. Um, let me see if I can find one right now for you guys. But So what this article is talking about um, is that Lego, the company that makes right the Lego blocks, is completely running on renewable energy now. Do you guys know what that means? Wind, renewable energy? Wind power, solar, yeah. biodegradable. Very good. Do you know the difference between renewable energy and like other types of energy, like fossil fuel energy? Yes, fossil fuel cannot be replaced with Correct. Not be replaced at all or within a reasonable amount of time. Yep. Because who knows how coal is formed? Anyone here? I, I think I think I think I know. Coal is is hundred percent carbon. It's usually formed from like life forms. Is that right? Like I think it's formed from that... a lot of compression, or is that di- coal to diamonds? It's coal to diamonds. Okay, that's yeah. like when Superman grabs a piece of coal, he can squeeze it and turn it into a diamond. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this Lego story is cool um, because Wait, so re- it's good that Lego is using renewable energy because um, fossil fuel energy is is not like Gabe said. It's not sustainable. We can't. We can't just keep pulling oil and coal out of the ground, right? Well, we can and for so long. Well, for so long, sure, but it's not, but we can't. Do it forever. Correct, we can't do it forever. And excavating the, those types of fuels is, is hard on the planet. And it, it, in a lot of ways, it, it damages the environment. So that, that, that's one reason why this uh, milestone for Lego is good, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's setting an example for other companies to follow suit take themselves off completely from uh fossil fuel energy okay dan you're up so so this comes from board panda one of my favorite websites it's funny because i pull stuff from websites i've never heard of before but this one i love and they had an article on something that's just right up my alley that that i enjoy i think is hilarious uh, the the article is called photographer breaks 43 of the most ridiculous laws in america and it's hilarious 
So uh, the article says, in her I Fought the Law series, Olivia Locker, I might be butchering her name, sorry, Olivia, uh, she has come up with a series of images that creatively poke fun at some of the more absurd laws in effect in the United States. Each photo is a tongue-in-cheek rebellion that intentionally violates some absurd U.S. law, most of which are outdated or bizarrely specific. So, um, and I, I first learned about a lot of these, these weird laws through a, a website called dumblaws.com, and it's a, it's a great website. But uh, I took some of the ones that she had taken, that she had recreated in photographs, um, and just, you know, we'll link to it in the, sh- in the uh, show notes, but just, you know, just to let you know, some of, the, some of the images are NFSW, which, you know, for those of you that don't know, it's not safe for work, so... Not say for children or your grandma. Those are the best. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but it's nothing, nothing really that bad anyway. Uh, so I'll, I'll just read a few here. Um, in Alabama, it is illegal to have an ice cream cone in your back pocket. Whoa. Why would you even have an ice cream cone in it's your against back against the law, dude. Don't even think about it. Somebody must have done it and something horrible must have happened. <laughs> um, Can I just say a ridiculous... <laughs> That's a funny one. Can I just say a ridiculous law I know of? One of them is it's illegal to die in some sort of in some town. Like it, it hmm. is illegal to die there. Oh wow! What's the punishment? I don't. Death. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, now it's the boils. Uh huh. In Minnesota, a person may not cross state lines with a bird atop his head. Whoa! Makes you wonder why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> anyway. In Nevada, it's illegal to put an American flag on a bar of soap. Well, in Utah, no one may walk down the street carrying a paper bag containing a. Can you guess? Um, I don't know. A violin. Oh my! Why? No That's idea. That's so random, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. In Connecticut, what if it's just a viola? I wonder. Or a bass. That's a huge paper bag. A loophole. Yeah. All right, in Connecticut, pickles must bounce to officially be considered pickles. I'm not sure how that's a law. <laughs> in California, nobody is allowed to ride a bicycle in a swimming pool. Of course not. No. Now, I imagine, I mean, I can kind of see where they're coming up with this one, you know, how you skateboard in like a, yeah, an empty pool. Like an empty I pool, mean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I've just... actually seen Mythbusters try to ride a bike underwater. Whoa. In a pool. Interesting. But it didn't work very well. No. No. Yeah. No matter how much hard. weight they added. They still oh, yeah, The whole thing was go, da- go down mm-hmm. to the deep end mm-hmm. and go back up. The main issue was them turning around. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One more of those. Two more of those laws. In Canada, you have to answer a math question before receiving your prize. Hmm. Oh, I think it's in Canada. What kind of prize? What do you mean? It just says a prize. Oh. Some hmm. sort of prize. Oh, hmm. wait. I fr- Oh, yeah. This one I just thought of. Hmm. It's illegal for a chicken to cross the road somewhere in the world. I think you're making these up, dude. <laughs> I think Dan is, too. No, I'm not <laughs> making these up. I read these in a book. Oh, yeah. Plus, awesome. I believe in Norway, mm-hmm. a gay- just dance is an official sport. Hmm. Hmm, makes sense. I like to see where Wii Bowling is an official sport. Ooh, um, good game. So in Maine, it's unlawful to tickle women under the chin with a feather duster. Yeah. <laughs> in Michigan, it's illegal to paint swallows to sell them as parakeets. Yeah, 
I can see that. Yeah. Nah, that's not cool. I'm not I can't see that. that. No painting swallows. Oh, In, yeah, that'd be painful for them. <laughs> yeah. In Virginia, spitting on a seagull is punishable by a fine. Oh. No, it's perfectly okay for a seagull to poop on you and steal I your pizza. Gotta stop doing that. Yeah. In Kentucky, it's illegal to paint your lawn red. Save it for that black door. <laughs> Sorry. That was horrible. I don't get it. It's a Rolling Stones reference. Still don't get it. Okay. <laughs> In South Dakota, it's unlawful to cause static. Oh, wow. That's like... um. That means no iron socks on the carpet. That's like yeah. no drama. It's like save the drama for your mama. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be causing static. All right. And since <laughs> since we live here in the state of Pennsylvania, I have a few from Pennsylvania that are, that okay. are great. It is illegal to sleep on top of a refrigerator outdoors. Nice. I think I've heard that one. Yeah. That's funny. Any motorist driving along a country road at night must stop every mile and send up a rocket signal, wait 10 minutes for the road to be cleared of livestock, and then continue. <laughs> That's good. You may not catch a fish with any part of the body except the mouth. Whoa. And you may not sing in the bathtub. Nice. Now, one more I just thought of, too, and I, I believe it's in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. It says you may not go whailing from while sitting on top of your car or something like that. <laughs> Nebraska, now, wow. Now, if, if you know your geography, yeah, really, you know Nebraska's Nebraska, kind of landlocked, like isn't it? very center of the country. <laughs> If I'm thinking of the right state, it might not be the right state, but whatever okay. state it was, it's like smack dab in the look. It was very head. landlocked. Are you going to go whaling? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Unless they have a sea world there. I don't know. Yeah. Those you know sort what? of crazy laws are, are hilarious There to is me. two ways to catch fish with, without, there's one way to catch fish with it by its mouth without using a hook. Yeah. You know what are the, they? Hmm? Noodling. Mm-hmm. It's actually one. Is that where you stick your arm in the water and they latch onto it or something? It's actually no, where you stick your fingers in and wave them around like little worms. Interesting. They like noodles. That's a good idea. I've never even thought of that. Oh, yeah. Plus, there's another one. Mm -hmm. You literally just... This one isn't by its mouth. You literally just grab it and poke its gills. Nice. That's probably what I would do. You grab... If you're in a survival situation... Mm -hmm. You're just gonna grab it, poke uh-huh. it in, poke it in its gills, uh-huh. and throw it onto land. I think I've seen bear, bear girls do that before. You know uh-huh. who I saw do it? Who? Dan. Have you heard of Dual Survival? <laughs> no. Basically, a survival show. Okay. Cool. Awesome, man. Good pick, Dan. I love it. You you always bring good ones at the end, man. Thanks. I can always count on you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. This is this was a really fun episode for me. It was. Yeah, and it, it, it we had a great time. We had some good picks. We had some good chat. Some good talk. Um, and it's uh, too bad we got to wrap it up. Um, but before we go, I will just I will just say a few things. Um, people can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It is increased capacity on Facebook. Um, and also, uh, just implore people to, to support Community Radio. We're part of the WXPI Williamsport Community Radio family. You can, uh, you can. I encourage people to go to wxpiradio.org. Um, from there, you can donate. You can donate uh, or, or volunteer. I'm always looking for help in, in that sense. Um, my name's again. My name is Jesse Turry. You can find me on the internet. I, uh, I blog. I'm uh, I'm out there. You can search for uh, jesseturry.com I, I do graphic design and I like to write 
Dan is on Facebook um, and Twitter, right, dude? Yeah, L-E-W-D-A-N-7-8. Cool, and I'm oh, on wait. Twitter, too. How did I say that? D-A-N-L-E-W-7-8. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Whoops. And I'm on Twitter, Jesse Turry, J-E-S-S-E-T-U-R-R-I, Instagram. And we're going to look forward to chatting again soon next time on Increased Capacity. Sayonara. Peace out. Hey, Dan Lewis here from Increased Capacity. We had a lot of fun recording with Gabe and Benny, but we had to edit for time for the radio program. And uh, we felt like there was a lot of stuff that they said that was really funny um, that we really enjoyed. Uh, So this is the podcast version, so we have no time limit. So we have included some outtakes and some uh, behind-the-scenes shenanigans. We hope you enjoy it. Half, though? Oh, I kind of want to get home before, like... Is there? Oh, yeah, plus, can I just say this? Check, 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 check. Yeah, what? I'm going to probably... We're going to probably need... How the levels look over there? Check, check, check. How's mine looking, Dan? Check, check, check. How's my levels? Check, How my levels doing tonight? Good, good, My levels good. My levels are high. How's Benny's looking over there? Benny's sounds really loud. How's I'm in. Mine is yellow. And then we'll start talking to you guys. We should let the kids do their things first and then whoever yeah. one of us and then... We won't start the segments, the format. Yeah, when we start cool. format. Um, which one are we starting with? Beauty, truth, or good? Beauty. We usually start with beauty. Booty. Booty. What order are we doing them in? Beauty, beauty. truth, goodness. Beauty, truth, goodness. Guess what? That's the order I typed it up in. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wasn't really trying. That's okay. That was... <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, there's a third verse. Do you have it on console or something? You can buy anything on Minecraft, but Mm -hmm. I did an update. Yeah. Um, And I did something on Minecraft that let me go under the world. Oh, yeah. I didn't die. Yeah, that's right. Remember that huge uh, house you built? And it had had water in it? Somehow it deleted it. Yeah, we lost everything, didn't we? Uh, I don't know how that happened. Gaming server must have crashed. I deleted it. Yeah. And then I don't have any games on my tablet. Yeah. Maybe because your tab- the, the tablet that we have for you is pretty, it, it doesn't have a lot of memory, right? Oh, yeah. So we can't have a lot of games on it. Yeah, unfortunately. I just got a kit. I had a Kindle mm-hmm. battery shot. Oh, okay. Oh, the battery died. Oh, yeah. and right. now I have a phone. No, the battery won't work oh, okay. at all. Oh, that stinks. I can't charge it. But electronics is electronics can be a bummer sometimes. Oh, yeah. It only had 8 gigabytes of storage. Yeah, that's not too much now. I remember when it that was to, a lot. <laughs> it used to be a lot, but yeah, yeah. with games, they are so they can be they can take up a lot of space. Yeah. I had one game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, plus there's an others category. Yeah. That always fluctuated. Oh, okay. Like, sometimes it was like a gigabyte or two. Gotcha. And other times it was like 6.3. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I always had to keep cool. low game. We got Gabe's a gamer, Benny. Did you know that? He likes, yeah. he likes to play video games. Yeah, we have to hang out with this guy more often. No, leave him go. That's fine. <laughs> so you you type Jonah Lancaster and you got Sight oh, and Sound serious. Theater. Yeah. Okay. So I'm good. We're gonna move on. We're gonna do my beauty pick now.
You gonna play it for us? Play a video, video okay. guys. Yeah. We're gonna edit this part out. Yeah, this part will be we'll edited out. actually added in in post so, yeah. post production. So we'll play a little bit of the video. The fun, the fun part, post production, right? <laughs> yeah. What just happened? That was that was very short. No, I cannot hear it. Oh darn it. <laughs> you skip to the very end of the I don't video. Know what I did. You must uh, move the mouse over accidentally yeah, and then clicked. You skipped to a different video. Yeah, I messed up, guys. Hold up, here we go. Here we go. Here That's we go. the tech guy. <laughs> the tech guy. Thanks, Benny. Actually, very it's very uh, Danielson family to this the style. Yeah, it is. It's all like paper cut out, paper pictures cut out. It's like Danielson Danielson family meets Monty Python. Hey, have you played Nintendo Switch yet, Gabe? I just got a Wii U, so I think I'm gonna play that first. Gotcha. I want to get a Nintendo Switch. You're saving up for it, but yep. I'm saving up for a Pug. <laughs> Benny's saving for a Pug. I'm saving for a Switch. I'm. <laughs> I'm just hoping to get a dog from the pound. Aww. Woof woof. Luigi. Oh yeah. Plus, I'm gonna bring off the super duper terrible. To any true Mario fan, oh, spin-offs. You... Oh, okay. It's actually Mario, but he's playing tennis this time. Ugh. Super Mario Tennis. Oh. Oh, yeah. If... This is a game? I haven't played it. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's for Wii U? I don't know. I think I think it originally came out on either Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64. I okay. can't remember. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you want to know what mm-hmm. Mario does when Luigi wins? What? Just walks up there, walks up onto the stage, uh-huh. smiles, yeah. slaps him on the back, <laughs> and just starts grinding his shoe. Oh. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. laughing and grinding and, and laughing <laughs> and grinding. Oh, my. That's messed up. Which proves my point. Yeah, so that Mario isn't such a nice guy, huh? <laughs> He's not the nice guy that we all think. Nope. Yeah. I think you convinced me, man. Oh, yeah, plus, little known fact, mm-hmm. that has to do with Mario mm-hmm. and his, I would probably say, rival Sonic. Mario is actually faster than Sonic. Whoa. That is a bomb drop right there. That's a bomb drop. You're claiming that... Mario is faster than Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know about that, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sonic can't even go at the speed of sound, like his theme song says. He can't? No, his top speed's about, I don't know, like a quarter of that. Oh. Like 200 miles an hour or something? I'd say about that. So, so he's just, a, like that's just hyperbole, Sonic. Yes. So oh, yeah. But Mario can't run faster than Sonic, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Did, yeah! Have they raced? Take, actually, if you take the distance and measure yeah. it by uh-huh. Sonic's of the yeah. first original Sonic level, oh, 
interesting. It's about I forget how many Sonic. But what about when Sonic starts spinning like in in the ball and he goes around the loops and stuff? He gets going pretty fast. That's because there's a speed booster at the start of ninety five percent of those loops. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, or he's boost. running mm. downhill. So you're talking just oh right. So you're talking just flat land, no speed boost, and- just mono we mono. Mario would beat him. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. This is an interesting theory, Gabe. I like this theory. I this is this is like blowing my mind right now. Oh yeah. For Plus, real? bullet bills really shouldn't hurt you. What shouldn't? Bullet bills. Oh, bullet bills. They're, they shouldn't hurt. Yeah, the giant things that kind of look. Yeah, like, I know bullet yeah. bill. Yeah. Bullet bill, dude. Yeah, they move know? awfully slow. Yeah. Plus, their size isn't helping at them. Yeah, Plus, the golden them. bonsai bill. Oh. Is super huge. Yeah. Three times as dense as the original materials. Mm-hmm. Which is I gold. I don't even know what you're talking about. The go- yeah, He's I'm still not- talking about Mario, man. The Golden Bonsai Bill is less known. Oh, yeah. Plus, I think when you jump on it, you get coins. Gabe, this is fascinating, oh, yeah. dude. That is, like, I'd say about this saw. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, plus it was like that wouldn't actually hurt sure. It'd probably be like oh, if it hit your arm it'd probably be like oh I sprained my arm and that's about it. Like a blues. Well, it really shouldn't be over losing a life. Gotcha. Like a blues? No one should lose a life to bullet bill. Like a bruise? Yeah, maybe a bruise at the at the at the most. Yeah. More like a minor bruise. Like a scrape. Eh, a broken arm. Not even arm. a scrape. Shouldn't a, even break the skin. Yeah, a yeah. golden bonds I build it about. <laughs> oh, yeah, plus they're moving this fast. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gabe, I got to say, this is a good truth pick. This might be one of the best ones we've had, I think, on the show. Could be. Dan, you're up. Truth. All right, I don't know wait, how to follow wait. that. Oh, you're not done yet? I apologize for ruining Mario. One sec. I have a true story I'd like to tell that's kind of... Okay, well, of, let me read my thing, man. That's kind of embarrassing for oh, me. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> One time we were out uh-huh. playing basketball, looked like uh-huh. it was going to rain. Yeah, okay. And all of a sudden, it just starts pouring. Basketball fell, falls out of the gap in the wired fence, like mm-hmm. the part that's not wired in. That's not a tap. Uh-huh. Ball happens to go through there. I have to go around the fence, run down... When I grab the ball, it's pouring really hard, and I've lost a shoe. Oh, no. What shoe? This is a story. <laughs> you lost your shoe? Wow. I think wow. I lost both by the time I had to look for it. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Wow. One was, like, halfway up the hill. How did that make you feel? Other than being exhausted? Mm-hmm. Not much other than being exhausted. <laughs> okay. And not really willing to do anything except watch TV, which is normal for me. 